Kisantakabrati <laughs> Munda za emba remenda apedena konshana kunamesht abradabda krotuska da branshka raskut abra adasega vrahanshka da katusha bradabando kiriada glabradabda krushka livransha bradi gela manjala sanda ranza kapakrahata seshka da vranja da branja kratia razaka da 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 kazaka branja da kabranja da kataka Munta kata branja da vransha da kata kura branja di ie Runja da vraska pekat hunde brishak da kura menta skida Razude kebde ka janza ka vrashanza brakatuze Runja da vransha da da rakatuza ka branshanza ka brakatuze Rosi prahata sike brosha da vransha da ka branja Munta ika brakatuska da ka branja da vransha da ka brakatuze Samatia da 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 kasa da kabra da kazosha kevredi munda kaza kabra da sancha da fransa kabra katiya mola shatiya la kara da 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 kaza kabra da kasa kia prakatushka da kavrasha sunta kabra katushka da kabra da kasha nza kabra da 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 kaza kabra nsha da kabra da kasunta kabra katiya iborasha nza krat Good evening, everyone. Mm. Uh, can you please switch on your videos, please?
please um, switch on your videos, please. Can you switch on your videos, please? I can see some of you, some of you I cannot see, please. Yeah. Um, good evening, everyone. Um, I trust that you are good and you had a great day today. Um, we're going to pray in a few minutes, uh, but I want to share with you something uh, before we pray just to charge your spirits. Uh, you know, some of you, most of you here um, are still very young, in your 20s, uh, early 30s and late, early 40s. So you're relatively uh, still young and have much advantage and opportunity to make transformational uh, changes to to your life but the concept of life and living or rather your philosophy um about life and about destiny and purpose should really be as close can be to that laid out for us in the word of God. I'm saying this because I realize that most of us really have a wrong, or let me, let me not say wrong, uh, because that would sound too offensive, but um, a misconstrued view and philosophy about life what life is and how it should be lived many of us draw our philosophy about life and living from our family our mothers our fathers our, our relatives and our social environment and sometimes there may be embeddings of wrong ideologies and philosophies that translate in how you uh, 
you live life and especially uh the pattern of your mental framework and perspective when it comes to life and even though you may be young now and you may have opportunity and you may have an advantage to make those transformational choices and decisions your perspective your philosophy on life may be a great handicap may be a great handicap to you and to the fulfillment of your dreams and your aspirations and this is what I've, I've i've you know from studying you guys you know discerning you looking at your lives studying you i realize that because of the relationships you have or had with your parents you you have a very difficult time responding to to wisdom you have a very difficult time responding to counsel that is constructive and advantageous to you one one side of it i i understand but for the greater part of it i feel pity i feel pity because some of you might take years before there's even the slightest evidence of of change and you know the word of god is so important so instrumental because with it one can arm his mind with the right perspective the right mindset on how to approach life you know there is a way to approach life i'll i'll give you an example okay i'll give you an example um you know you know as an individual that you don't have all the answers there is to life right you know that certain points in your life you you hit snags and you hit walls and or maybe you have questions or you have things you you do not you need clarity or you they may not be spiritual but things relating to life most of the things 
that bother you. You never, you never speak out, right? It's rare that you would go and ask for help or request help or seek help or seek guidance and counsel from people around you that you trust. Because you feel like if you keep quiet or try and figure things out that somehow, some, some way, um, things will become better. But really, that silence and suppression is really an indicator that you are very close. Uh, I, I mean, you are very far off or far away from change in your life. And it is, an, it is, a, it is a strong indicator of, of, of pride. And what that will do to you is that ultimately you'd dig holes around your life that would end up becoming stumbling blocks and pitfalls along the way. And now I said, I understand why you, you may act that way. But then what you end up doing is that you end up destroying the opportunities and potentials that God has given you age-wise, age-wise, okay? Age-wise because of how old you are and where you are in life. And that is, that is really unnecessary. Because you're killing yourself. You're killing your time. Hence I said to you that the, the absence of, of, of stature in our lives has really robbed us of the opportunity to learn and grow be mentored and be guided with the right philosophy on life. You're still young. You're still very young and you, you have potentially a great future ahead of you. Don't waste it. Don't waste it. Because ultimately, it's your life and you are the one that's going to answer for it one day. And, and one day, I'm not talking about when you come before God. I'm talking about while you're still here on earth. You're going to have to account for it with the regrets that you will build up over time.
You know, one of the prayers that I prayed while I was still young, I said to the Lord, Father, you know, give me a mentor. You know, I prayed that prayer so much until I realized that I am that mentor that I'm praying for. And once I accepted that, I, I made it a point and a conviction in my life to do as much as I can to help those around me. And, you know, one of the reasons why you're in this ministry, it's, it's an extension of the Spirit's ministry of help toward you. Toward you. You have to learn to take advantage of the resources in your life. You have to learn whether those resources are human resources, whether those resources are immaterial, but they, they have the capabilities of moving and shifting your life forward. You have to learn because if you don't, if, if, if you don't learn this, you would many times find yourself rejecting the help of God, rejecting the help that God sends you. Not physical help, spiritual help. Because remember, if you cannot accept physical help, natural help, how will you be able to accept the help that comes from God? It's the principle. If How can you say you love God whom you do not see, yet you hate your brother whom you see? So many times, your relationship with God is reflected by your relationship with your surroundings. So you've got to learn to discern and identify the help that God has set around you and take advantage of it. Only then will you begin to open up to the help of the Spirit, to the help of the spiritual dimensions of God. I, I want to teach you something this evening. The Holy Spirit has laid in my heart, okay, before we pray, because just give me, give me two hours of your time, all right? Just give, give me two hours of your time and let me try and, and help you. Let me try and help you. Let's read Revelations. Revelations chapter 1. 
Revelation chapter 1, verse number 5. And from Jesus Christ, the faithful witness, the firstborn from the dead, and the ruler over the kings of the earth, to him who loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood, verse 6, and made us kings and priests to his God and Father, to him be glory. The, the nature of your spirit is, is royal. Is royal. The nature of your spirit is priestly. When you were born again, Jesus, through his own blood, set you as a king and a priest in the kingdom. I want to answer some questions you have, okay? Questions like, why, why is your life moving slow? Why you may be struggling financially? Why you may not be as progressive as you think or as you desire to be, okay? And I want to show you why. The reason is because you're living in opposition to your spirit. You're living or you're trying to live life against your spirit, against the nature of your spirit. You are born a king and a priest in the kingdom. That means whatever will flow out of your life, whatever will flow out of your heart has to be consistent with what and who God made you. When you behave, when you live, when you act in ways which are opposed to how he has set you, in the kingdom, how he has set your spirit in the kingdom, what begins to happen is that you begin to frustrate the nature of your spirit. You begin to frustrate the grace of God in your life that is designated to bring forth results, designated to bring forth realities which are consistent with the king and the priest that you are. So because you are a king and because you are a priest, when you act like you are not, you bring into your life realities which are inconsistent. I, I want to read you something and then we'll come, we'll come back here. Galatians, Galatians chapter 2. Galatians chapter 2. Hallelujah. Galatians chapter 2 verse. Verse 21. 
Galatians 2 verse 21. Therefore, I do not treat God's gracious gift as something of minor importance and defeat its very purpose. I do not set aside, set aside and invalidate and frustrate and nullify the grace of God. That means you, you can nullify its purpose. You can invalidate the grace of God in your life. And I'll show you, I'll show you, I'll show you what's been happening with your life and, and what you need to do to begin to reverse the cyclical undesired patterns that keep repeating themselves in your life. Paul says, I do not set aside and invalidate and frustrate and nullify the grace of God. So God, God, God designated you. The Bible says we have not received the spirit of, of fear, the spirit of bondage, but we have received the spirit by which we cry, Abba, Father. And it is that spirit that has make, brought us into the adoption of sonship in the kingdom. And as sons, the Bible tells us that he, by his own blood, has made us priests and kings. If you're going to live the king life, if you're going to live the priest life, you require grace for that. Romans chapter 5 verse 17 says, those who received abundance of grace and righteousness shall reign as kings in life through one Jesus Christ. So you require grace. And there's a way that we can get the grace to work, but also invalidate, frustrate, and also cut it short or nullify its effects in our lives. And this is something we don't realize. So we desire the royal life. We desire the, the outflows of that life. Yet we don't realize that our lives, our actions are opposed, are anti that life. One of the greatest, and I want you to learn it, I want you to learn this thing while you're, you're still young. While you have the opportunity to learn it, to practice it, and to see its results manifest in your life. You're, you're going to have to learn in your life. You're going, to have, you're going to have to learn it. You're going to have to practice it. And you're going to have to be conscious about the practice of what I'm going to teach you now. 
and you you're going you're going to have to learn to practice it consistently in many in many areas of your life the spirit realm is resisting you the spirit realm is resisting you the spirit realm is fighting your progress notice i did not say satan i said the spirit realm the realm which is supposed to work parapashu with you in aiding you fulfill your life's goals god's dreams for you that dimension is fighting you let's read hebrews chapter 8 verse 3 you know you don't have to make your life harder than it is now You don't have to. There are ways given us and which are consistent with the characteristics of our spirit man that can help our lives become much more easier. The Holy Spirit is a spirit. And the nature of spirits is to be appeased. Do you know that? The nature of spirits is to be appeased. If spirits or the spirits in your life are not appeased, are not appeased, nothing will ever go right with your life the bible says that god who is a spirit created all things for his pleasure so the nature of spirit is to derive pleasure from its subjects spirits must derive pleasure from their subjects if they are going to reveal to manifest or release their capabilities when a spirit does not derive pleasure from its subject or from whom it's dealing with that spirit will reject will resist the very thing which 
it assigned or it was assigned to help. The same angels that were assigned to protect Israel were the same angels that killed them. Why? Because when a spirit resists you, many times it is because you have gone to the other side, you have crossed the line against it. So even, even though the spirit has been assigned to your life or is coming to your life to help and aid you, it now becomes an enemy to you because of how you have set yourself against it. The Bible says they resisted the Holy One. They resisted the Holy One and He fought with them. The same angel of His presence that came to deliver them began to fight them. Why? Because spirits must derive pleasure. That's, that's one of the reasons why the Bible says do not quench the Holy Spirit. Do not vex Him. Do not grieve Him. So, what you should always be doing is to strive to please that spirit that is in your life who is the Holy Spirit. Because when spirits are not pleased with you, it will not go well with you. When the spirit is not pleased with you, it will not go well with you. Because remember, the spirit controls physical and natural activity. It doesn't only influence, but it controls. Because all life finds its nativity in the spirit. So, what you find has been happening with you, and especially in key areas, of your life is that the spirits that are in your life, the angels that have been assigned into your life have, have been resisting you. They have been unwilling to cooperate and assist you in moving, in progressing in life. but I can help you. And I want to help you. I want to help fix the, the core of your life. I, I want to help fix the core of your life. And once that call is pleased, you will find that feedback and assistance 
from the spirits in your life will become much more fluid. Once you begin practicing this thing and, and, and ingraining it into your spirit, into your mo- m- m- modus operandi of life, you will notice that life doesn't become as hard as it is or has been. You are a king. You are a priest. And if you do not learn to act accordingly, especially in this area, if you do not learn to act accordingly, especially in this area, you will invalidate the grace of God on your life. You will nullify its effects. I I want you to be powerful men and women in your lives with your destinies. Not weak, but powerful. Powerful to, to get the grace of the Lord God in your life operative. You see, what I'm teaching you now, what I'm going to teach you now has been the secret behind my life, behind my ministry. It has been the secret why my life, since God introduced me to this realm of living, has, has consistently over the years had an uptrend. And I want to do the same for you. Because I realize you are young, you are ambitious and you love God. But there's, 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 you know, there's, there's something in your life that's not locking, that's not clicking. It's because you are a king and you are a priest. But you are failing. Let's read Hebrews chapter 3. Verse 1. Now, this is the main point of the things we are saying. We have such a high priest who is seated at the right hand of the throne of majesty in the heavens, a minister of the sanctuary and of the true tabernacle which the Lord erected, and not man. For the priesthood, verse 3, for the priesthood is appointed the priesthood is appointed. The priesthood is appointed to offer both gifts and sacrifices. 
Therefore, it is necessary that this one also have something to offer. It is necessary. It is necessary. Look at how he juxtaposes the earthly ministry of the priesthood and that of Jesus Christ. And he said, of necessity. Of necessity. Do you want me to teach you this? You see, Jesus could not be a priest. He could not be a priest until he made offerings and sacrifices. So the only way he was going to enter into the priesthood, the only way he was going to enter and function in that office was if he had something to offer. Because priest or the priesthood was appointed for the purpose. And why offer? Why sacrifice? It is to appease the spirit. So he says for Jesus to enter that office, for Jesus to begin to functioning, exercising the powers of the priesthood office, he of necessity, of necessity, had to have something to offer. What, what does that mean? It means that the graces, the powers, the possibilities of the priesthood will only be accessed through a life of sacrifice, through a life of offerings. Let's go to 2 Kings. Second Kings chapter three. You will see why life has been so frustrating for you. It's because you are a king. It's because you are a priest. And the, the potentials and the graces that are embedded within those offices only respond to one thing. If kings never sacrifice, their kingdoms will not last. If priests never learn to sacrifice, their priesthood will never last. The power
power of any kingdom is embedded upon the sacrifices that the king, my God, that the king made. Do you know, do you know why Jericho was so impenetrable? Why Jericho was so powerful? Why Jericho was so strong? The foundations of the walls of Jericho were built upon the son of the king. The king offered, sacrificed his son when he built Jericho. That's why only, only God could tear Jericho down. There was no man alive that could tear Jericho down without the assistance of Almighty God. Because those walls, that city was built, was erected upon strong sacrifices. The greatest sacrifice of all. And if there's one thing, the spirit realm, why, why, uh, 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 why would God allow a Christian to die through, through, through witchcraft? Even though that Christian has a spirit greater than the spirit of witchcraft. You know why? Is because when the witchcraft was performed on that individual, the sacrifice that was offered was respected by God himself. So demonic spirits have granted permission from God to bring chaos and frustration into the lives of God's people. I did not say... I did not, I said permission. I did not say God, God wanted it, but he permitted it because the law of the spirit says that every spirit that, that, that is activated through an offering, every spirit or every spiritual activity that was activated through an offering must be respected even by the judge of the, of the universe. So Christians keep seeing sinners advancing, prevailing, progressing more than they. And they keep having questions like, but I pray, but I do this. Listen. In your life, if sacrifice is not prefixed to your prayer, you'll never have power. If sacrifice is not prefixed to your offering, you'll never have power. If sacrifice is not prefixed to your fasting, is not prefixed to your worship, is not prefixed to your praise, there'll be no power. Because spirits don't hear songs, they hear sacrifices. Spirits don't hear prayers. They hear sacrifices. Spirits don't hear, don't hear money, don't see money. They see sacrifices. What is a sacrifice? A sacrifice 
A sacrifice is the release, is parting, is separating with that which costs you something. Are you listening to me, LHIM? A sacrifice. You see, we are so used to a life of convenience that we have alienated ourselves from the resources of the spirit dimension. That dimension only hears one voice. Sacrifice. Do you know why some children who come from poor backgrounds and privileged backgrounds succeed in life? You know where you can trace that? You can trace it to the sacrifice of their parents. When you see a parent sacrificing themselves so that their child can go to school. Parents who never sacrifice for their children, you can see their children. You can see their children. Let me ask you, let me ask you, the degree to which you have ascended in life at this age, be honest, is a direct reflection of the lack of sacrifice from your parents on, on you. Why? Because, it, you see, for you to advance, it must cost them something. It must cost them something. See, this life of yours, of convenience, it will kill you. It will kill you and it will always put you at odds. It will always put you at odds. Because you are, you, you are, you are a priest, you are a king. And if, if there's one thing in your life that must be done twice as much as any other thing, because it's done in both dimensions, is sacrifice. Is sacrifice. The due. Let's read this, okay? Verse 15. Now, these three kings have come because they, they, they were surrounded by Moabites, right? And they were terrified because it was a large army. So they called for a prophet. And after a while, the prophet said in verse 15, Now bring me a ministerial. Then it happened when the musician played that the hand of the Lord, the hand of the Lord came upon the, the prophet. And he said, Thus says the Lord, Make this valley full of ditches. For thus says the Lord, You shall not see wind, nor shall you see rain, yet the valley shall be filled with water, so that you, your cattle, your animals may drink. And this is a simple matter in the sight of the Lord. He will also deliver the Moabites into your hand. You see, did you hear what God said to them? He will also deliver the Moabites into your hand. And also you shall attack every fortified city and every choice city and shall cut down every good tree and stop up every spring of water and ruin every good piece of land with stones. Now it happened in the morning. Now it happened in the morning. When the grain offering was offered, they offered something. When the grain offer 
was offered that suddenly water came by the way of Edom. So the offering triggered the prophetic word. So what God began to say to the what what God said to the prophet began to unfold. When they they offered when they offered what I, I want I want you to see how spirits how why there are battles in your life you can't seem to win. I I want to show you. I I want to show you. So they they offered a grain offering and the water came. The supernatural was activated. Now it happened in the morning when the grain offering was offered that suddenly water came by the way of Edom and when all the Moabites heard that the king the kings had come up to fight against them all were able to bear arms and older were gathered and they stood at the border then they rose up early in the morning and the sun was shining and the Moabites saw the water on the other side as red as blood and they said this is blood the kings have surely have surely struck swords and have killed one another now therefore Moab to the spoil now when they came to the camp of Israel Israel rounded up rose up and attacked the Moabites so that they fled before them and they entered their land killing the Moabites so up until this point every single thing is going as prophesied so the spirit the spirit realm is activated on the side of Israel up until this time because they were able to marry the prophetic word with the grain offering so whatever god was saying now was in motion the moabites were now given over to israel then they destroyed the cities as god said and each man threw a stone verse 25 on every good piece of land and filled it and they stopped up all the springs of water and cut down all the trees but they left the stones of kirharsanath intact however the slingers surrounded and attacked it and when the king of moab saw that the battle was too fierce for him he took with him 700 men who drew swords to break through the king of edom but they could not verse 27 in desperation he took his elder son who would have reigned in his place he didn't take the second born he didn't take the third born he didn't take the youngest he took his eldest son who would have reigned in his place and offered him he sacrificed him as a burnt offering upon the wall and there was great indignation against israel against israel there was great indignation against israel wasn't this the same israel who was prophesied to wasn't this the same israel who set in motion the fulfillment of the prophetic word through their offering but when an enemy king offered a greater sacrifice than they did god turned against his own people god assisted moab in driving israel back there was great indignation against israel why because a king made a sacrifice and that day moab was preserved because a king made a sacrifice that day a prophetic word was turned around because a king 
made a sacrifice. That day, God, God did not keep true to his word because a sacrifice was made. Priests are appointed to offer both gifts and sacrifices. Kings must learn to make sacrifices. If you don't learn this, you are still young. But if you don't learn this today, as a child of God, your life will be filled with many regrets. If you never learn to sacrifice your time for God, if you never learn to sacrifice your potentials, your dreams, your aspirations, if you never learn to make sacrifices, to part with things that cost you much, if you never learn for the sake, for the sake, for the sake of appeasing the spirit, Your, your, your life will always, will always, if this is the standard, your life will always be below it. Because what moves you from here into this dimension, what moves you from here into this sphere, I will tell you, is not your educational background. I will tell you, it's not who you know. It's sacrifice. is learning to apply the code, the principle of sacrifice in every single thing of your life that requires power, that requires success, that requires results, that require manifestations. If you will not, if you will not. And I, I will tell you when you will know when what you have parted, what you have released in your life is a sacrifice is if it hurts you. Is if it pains you. Because that's what, that's what sacrifices supposed to feel like. That's what sacrifice, sacrifices supposed to feel like. If you cannot sacrifice food today, to own a grocery store tomorrow, you are not ready. You are not ready. If you are not willing to go without food, without water today, so that your tomorrow can be a success, you are not ready. If you are not ready to part with certain things so that you can, you can, you can retrieve assets, which will become dividential to you tomorrow, you are not ready. If you are not ready to part with offerings, with tithes, with dimensions of sowing that, that bruise your soul, you are not ready. Because there is a law in this life 
that you will not have anything worth having without sacrificing for it. You will not get to see the glory of God without sacrificing for it. You will not get to see prosperity without sacrificing for it. You will not get to have a beautiful family without sacrificing for it. You will not get to see or have a great financial uh, 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 life without sacrificing for it. To have money, you must learn to part with money. To have success, you must learn to part with things in your life which look like they are valuable, but really they are handicaps. The secret, the secret is in learning the life of sacrifice. And first, sacrifice toward God in the activation of grace, in the activation of anointings and favors that would never come any other way. The Bible says, and Noah found favor, found grace in the sight of the Lord. And this was the same Noah that stopped the curse of Adam. And you know how he stopped the curse of Adam? How he changed the mind of God? The Bible says he sacrificed upon the altar. Look at every man. Look at every man who was great before God. And you will, you will see that their commonality was that they, they, they were heavy, addicted to sacrifice. They were addicted. Why was Abraham so highly esteemed by God? The man was willing to sacrifice all that he had. What am I saying to you? Become addicted to sacrifice. Become addicted to sacrifice. Sacrifice when it comes to the things of God. Sacrifice when it comes to your own life. Become addicted. Become addicted. Because what, 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 what sacrifice or the deception that, that may come or may come as an attack from sacrifice is that what you are parting ways with, what you are losing momentary, you, may you will never get again. But let me tell you, until a seed dies, it can never produce a tree. Until you part. But what is valuable to you? Your life will not see or not experience the growth that it must. You, you, you must learn to make sacrifices and offerings better than the witches against your life. Better than the forces against your life. Because let me tell you something. You don't know it. You may not know it. But there are wizards. There are warlocks. There are witches that, 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 that mediate as priests of Satan against your life. They are there. They know you by name. And they have made sacrifices, made offerings against your destiny that God, God will not overlook because there's a law. If you want to write off 
all the spells. You want to write off all the ill will and intentions of the devil. You must produce a greater sacrifice. Why was Abel accepted and Cain rejected? Because a greater sacrifice was offered. So it was necessary even for him, Jesus, to offer something. What will you offer for your life? What will you offer for your, for your life? What will you offer? What will you give up? Because the life of greatness, the life of success, the life of prosperity will not be reached if you are unwilling to lose part with something valuable to you. Anointings, anointings, graces are not birthed from prayers. They are birthed from sacrifices. They are birthed from sacrifices. More than anything, God honors sacrifices. The ministry I do for God, the, the reason why it's so anointed, maybe you, you don't know, let me tell you, the reason why this ministry is so anointed is because it's a sacrifice. It's a sacrifice. It's supposed to be painful. It's supposed to be hard. But that's what success costs. That's what it costs. That's what it costs. And if you can open your ears enough to the Holy Ghost, He will begin to lead you in this path of sacrifice. Turn your tithes, turn your offerings, turn your seeds, turn your prayers, turn your worship into sacrifices. Do you know why? Why the angel had to stop the killing? Do you know why? It, when, 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 Mo, when David sinned against God and he went to the threshing floor, because the angel was busy killing. Do you know why the angel had to stop? Because when, 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 when the landowner wanted to give David because he was king the land for free, David said, no, this will not work. If I take this from, from you for free, it will not work. Because I will not give to the Lord that which costs me nothing. And when David bought it and offered on the threshing floor, the Bible says, the Lord said to the angel, stop the killings. 
because there are things you can never tell spirits to stop. Only God can tell them. And the only way to get God, to get God, to give attention to your issue is to learn this life, is to learn the secret, is to learn this key behind sacrifice. 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 You are a king. You are a priest. If you're going to get in the grace of kingship to rule in this life, to mediate spiritual affairs, you must master sacrifice. You must master it. There are, there are points and places in your life where your life took turns for the better when it was painful and hurtful. Sacrifice. I remember when I had to give up my pursuit of a degree when God said, leave it. It, it, was, it was the most lowest blow in my life. But today, all of you are benefiting All of you are benefiting from that sacrifice. When I had to take the last money I had for the month to buy a cause, some of you are benefiting. It's called sacrifice. When you learn this, when you learn this way of life, when you learn it, your whole world will change. Because God will come meet you in areas and places where you never thought he could meet you at. Sacrifice. The priesthood is appointed to offer sacrifices. And kings must sacrifice for their kingdom. You know, I tell you most things. I don't hide anything from you. I'm very transparent with you. When it comes to life and when it comes to my own life, because I want you to see that I'm no different than you. I'm not any special, more special, more liked by God than you. God doesn't love me any more than you. I face the same challenges that you do. I go through the same things that you do. 
There's no difference. But why do I seem to be advancing, progressing, succeeding, prospering more than you? Because I'm willing to sacrifice. I'm willing to sacrifice. I'm willing to, I'm willing to, I'm willing to sacrifice. I'm willing to sacrifice relationships, willing to sacrifice money, willing to sacrifice myself, willing to sacrifice. If it means I appease the Spirit of God. Because I don't want to be without his help at any point in my life. So I'm willing to sacrifice. Sacrifice. If you learn this, you will never be without help. You will never, you will never be without help. You see, you see, let's use the, as long as you wait for money, as long as you, you wait for you to have money, for you to start giving, for you to start making sacrificial decisions around your life, as long as you wait for that, you will never go anywhere. Because what you think you don't have currently may be the thing that's hindering you from progressing. And what you are waiting to have may be what's holding you back. What are you waiting for? What are you waiting what, what, what for? What do you need to change in order for you to start making choices and decisions? You absolutely need nothing to change. You, you just need to start making up your mind and acting with corresponding actions. If you know you want to be at point B and at point C and you are at point A and, and you know what you need to do at point A to lead you into point B and C, do it. Do it. Because some of you, you are waiting to have what you need to have at point B in order for you to move away from point A. But you cannot have what's in point B until you start doing it in point A. Because you will wait and it will be one year. The next thing it will be 10 years. The next thing you will die and you will regret because the more time goes, the more you realize I should have done this. Stop having a short, blind-sighted view of life. Stop having a linear view of life. Go stand on the mountain and look from the periphery. Go stand on the mountain, you will see. 
you will begin to see that the decision that you think is hard, is tough, the choice, the sacrifice that you think is hard, it's tough today. When you look from the mountain, you will realize that it was the easiest choice to make from the mountain. But from the valley, it was hard. On the mountain, it was easy. And do you know what? You will realize that it was the best choice that you made. What? So what? You suffer for five months. So what? You suffer for six months. So what? You suffer for 12 months. So what? You suffer for two years. If the sacrifice you made to suffer for 12 years will give you the rest of your life. Learn to think. Learn to think with long-term perspectives on the short-term sacrifices you make. Because do you know what? There is no vacuum. There is no vacuum. You have, you are a spirit and that spirit is a king. The spirit is a priest. That means you have the ability to fill out any space you inhabit. You have the ability to adapt in any space you inhabit. That means that means if 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 go if go you go move into into a, a life where initially you are small in, in a matter of months and a year, you would have filled it out. Because that's the adaptability of your spirit man, the adaptability of your soul. You will always be put in circumstances and situations where you are able not only, not only, not only to make it, but to thrive. You are afraid now, but you will thank God two years from now for the decisions, the sacrifices you made. There's no vacuum in life. There's no vacuum in life. And in life, you will live according to the space you inhabit. But you must learn to sacrifice. You must learn it. You must learn it. You must learn it. Otherwise, all your ambitions, all your dreams, all your hopes will elude you. They will elude you. And you'll always wonder, Lord, why me? God said to Cain, if you do not do what is right? Will you not be accepted? 
You are the one that's procrastinating your success, your greatness, your prosperity. You, you are the one that's procrastinating into another day, to a future. But when you are ready for success, when you are ready for now success, when you are ready for now success, you have got to have the sacrifices to match it. You've got to have the sacrifices to match it. Send now prosperity. We have bound the sacrifice with cords upon the horns of the altar. This is the light into prosperity. This is the light into a great life. If you can learn to bind the sacrifices with cords, can learn to bind it on the altar, your life will know no bounds. You, you are the one that's delaying your future. You are the one that's procrastinating your destiny, the unwillingness to live a life of sacrifice. You know I'm teaching you this. You know I'm talking to you about this now. Because all of you here, you are at a critical juncture in life. You are at crossroads in life. And only the smoke from the altar can guide you. Only the smoke from the altar can guide you. You can be all you want to be. You can be everything you desire to be. Sacrifice. Sacrifice. As I'm talking to you like this, some of you know that your lives, your lives don't have sacrifices. That's why it's like this. Spiritual sacrifices, physical, natural sacrifices as it comes to life. What makes you great? What makes you powerful in life? Is the weight, the volume of how much you sacrificed. Of how much you sacrificed. And I'll tell you one thing. If you want to secure a financial future, if you want to secure a financial future for you, 
there's no other way. Sacrifice. And make it, make it, make it, make it a characteristic of your life. Sacrifice. Sacrifice. You know, I, 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 I talk to you Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Sunday, four days in a week. I don't have to do it. And, and that's, what makes, that's what makes love so powerful because it is a propeller of sacrifice. You can sacrifice without love, but you cannot love without sacrificing. And the true evidence of love is sacrifice. Do you love yourself? How much do you sacrifice? Self-love. You know, you can love other people, but remember, you will never love anybody to the degree that exceeds your love of yourself. So learn to make sacrifices for yourself, for your life, for your future. You are a king. You are a priest. Don't invalidate. Don't nullify. Do not frustrate that grace in your life. I love you guys. And so I'm sharing this with you. Develop a life of sacrifice. You know, you 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 would leave, you will leave mundanity once 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 you realize what I'm trying to teach you because you, you don't have that spirit. Most of you, you don't have that spirit. You need to sacrifice. You need to. When we leave here, go check your Bible, go check the dictionary what sacrifice means. You will realize that you ain't got it. You don't have it. You may have it in other areas, but you don't have it in areas which matter. And that's what you need to start developing now. 
realize that anything and everything in your life that's going to succeed must be born and will be birthed by a sacrifice in one way or another, in one shape or another. Amen. Praise the Lord. We'll we'll do our prayer session tomorrow, okay? We'll, we'll do our prayer session tomorrow evening, same time. But I just just wanted to share this with you. The Holy Spirit has just pressed upon my heart to share. I'll, I'll upload it now and then you can listen to it if you want to. Sacrifice is the way. That's how you pave your way. That's how you pave your way. Thank you guys. Um, enjoy the rest of your evening and your day tomorrow. 7 o'clock tomorrow we'll continue, we'll pray. Tomorrow we'll just pray uh, our hour and then, um, yeah, carry on with the rest of our lives. Uh, good evening, good night, God bless you.